Hello and welcome to If Only I'd Known with me, Nicole, the founder of Sincerely Media and the host of this podcast. And we're here with our first conversation. Hi. Today I am chatting to Willow from the Willow Tucker Creative Studio. Nice to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. It's quite exciting to actually be speaking to someone. And In person. Yeah. <laughs> instead of Zoom or my camera, because it's normally just me. We're actually in the same space. <laughs> so, I am super excited to have you here, because yeah, I'll just be honest, on like the air, you like one of the people I look up to, business-wise. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like, I said to my mom before I came, I'm like, I'm so nervous, oh my goodness, I'm going to speak to Willow about this. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm nervous too. <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm so nervous. Like this was this was a reach for me. I had like five people who were oh, reaches no. on the list of people I messaged. <laughs> so I was really excited to talk to you about this because I know I like freelanced for you for a little while. Oh, actually really making me blush right now. <laughs> and I was just like, it was such an amazing learning experience for me. And I was like, yeah. it would be awesome. To so like, that was a full circle then. Yeah. Because you, you're like your own independent, amazing human being. Oh, thank you. And now here we are. And our I was own just business like, owners. I learned so much for you, from you. And I was just like... You're like WordPress. <laughs> Honestly, I suffered. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I did that to you. It's okay. But I thought it would be... I don't know. I even just learned a lot from you and ha- from how to like interact with people. Because I was very pushy over you when I started with you. And now I'm just like, no. Yeah, I know. Good boundaries. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm going to take my life under the desk and you're not going to come near me. <laughs> So I like when it came to like speaking to people who I knew like own businesses and I think are like really good at what they do. You were like in my mind, someone I wanted to speak to. So do you want to like tell me and everyone who's listening more about the Willow Tucker Creative Studio, kind of how it started? So it's a very unorthodox story (laughs) in the fact of I didn't have... If I'm frank, I didn't have grand aspirations of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. I was in a pickle and I needed money. <laughs> that is the legit truth. And, um, yeah, so I'll, I'll backtrack it a few years and give a bit more of a personality background of... I've always been entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know it. I just thought I just liked being busy. Mm-hmm. And I just liked doing things my own way. And I had a really amazing but very demanding corporate job. And when I was working there, my partner decided, we kind of decided that immigration was something we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So in my third year of working at this corporation, my partner left to New Zealand. And then we did long distance for about nine months. And then I hopped over the ocean to try live there. (laughs) Didn't work. Just because I'll get there. (laughs) TBC, to be continued. (laughs) And... um, yeah, so we, I went over to New Zealand, and then when came back, I was supposed to immigrate three months mm-hmm. from there. So I just needed money, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I had a, a horrid logo, and that's also what my name is, the word decorated here. I was very uncreative, and I was like, it's my name, and it's the same amount of letters for the name of my surname. Let's Fantastic. go. It looks nice. Cool. I will one day find the archives of my logo. It was... Yeah, I think the font is Bebas and uh, or Futura, and it's all Sanskrit font, and it was black. The real and the real question is, did you have Montserrat in your logo? No, I didn't. <laughs> Thank I, and there was yes, I I I leveled up. I used Futura, guys. Yeah, I was I was Montserrat. <laughs> so no, I leveled up. You know, I was always there above the curse. <laughs> uh, anyway, I did grace. So 
I came back to South Africa with the intention of just getting enough money <laughs> to get my flight back to New Zealand. Yep. And I will just mention that the year was 2020. It was a very unfortunate year. <laughs> Shock horror music. We all know what happens there. <laughs> and long story short, I still don't have my visa, might I add. It's three years late. Basic, no. It's two and a half years later now. Mm. Funny enough, yesterday I woke up this, this morning from a refund from immigration. Oh. I was like, that's money I didn't have. Like, what? <laughs> not that we think from immigrating or anything like that. It's just like, you could at least email me to say that you're not doing anything about it. Thank you. What if that wasn't our bank account? We love you, South Africa. <laughs> no. Oh, there. New Zealand. Oh, my New word. New Zealand paid me. That's sad. I know. I was like, at least email me. What if my bank changed? <laughs> Someone just got a few thousands there. Uh, but again, I digress. This is definitely yeah. the theme of the show. Um, so... Because of obviously not being able to go over to New Zealand, yeah. I continued with my company because, well, if you don't have your partner, you become sad. So <laughs> I just pushed all my sadness into my company. <laughs> and that's the story. Okay. Yeah, long and the short of it. Okay. I wasn't that sad, sorry. I mean, I was sad. Sorry enough. I was sad. <laughs> you were sad, but like... I don't know. It's a, I'm still coping. Yeah, it's a nice. It's a nice way to like put all your emotion and your energy into something exactly, else yeah. instead of having to deal with it. I, no, I didn't. Well, I didn't avoid the feelings. I didn't okay. avoid the emotions. I just used the energy instead of wallowing in what could have been. Yeah. I was like, well, it's a global pan- pandemic yep. phenomenon. I can't remember anymore. Pandemic. I think yeah. that was the word. <laughs> pandemic. It's a global pandemic. I can't change something. So yeah. let me focus on what I can. Let me still try and nourish my relationship and let me put water into my business and mm-hmm. try and grow it. If you're looking for easy to use drag and drop design templates, then you're in the right place. Owning a business and being a designer are two very different jobs. You need designs, but aren't sure where to start? That's where I come in. I've created a library of Instagram template bundles focused on providing you with a baseline for your social media. From the low price of $35, you can buy once and then use them forever. These templates were made to empower you as a business owner to take control of your business and give you the tools that you need for success. If this sounds like the solution you've been looking for, then you can go to www.creativemarket.com forward slash Sincerely Media and find the template set that serves you best. That's www dot creativemarket.com forward slash sincerely media and once more that is www.creativemarket.com forward slash sincerely media and have you found like the process of having your own business creatively fulfilling at all i love it i wouldn't change it for a world because like your stuff is beautiful thank you it is i love it and i just love being i don't want to say in control but i just love the people I get to work with. Like, yep. it's madness to me that I get to work with some of these people. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mad imposter syndrome. Mad. I got over that now. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. Um, mad imposter syndrome. And sometimes lying there going like, as you'll see, there's branding everywhere here. Yeah. Because I need to remind myself, <laughs> like, why am I doing this? Um, and where I came from. Like, I should actually print my old logo, hey? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Was, you should put it in, like, a little... Well, it, it's, in, it's in my... I've got a great filing system. It's in my filing system. We love a great filing system, man. <laughs> it just makes life... So much easier. Everyone, if I had to die, I'd tell me to look at my work. Easy peasy. I love saying to my family, like, if you walk into my room, it's a holy trash fire. 
Like, oh, there's so you much. Should open my cupboards. There's so much going on there, but you go onto my computer, oh, and my. it is like the picture of pristine organization. So, like, can you see how everything is organized here? <laughs> open that, you might die. <laughs> so, like, a light stand will fall on you. <laughs> Something will happen. So, yeah, I'm the same. So, was this like? I don't. Did you ever picture your life going this way to being self-employed? No, I always thought I was gonna be in a pantsuit. I was gonna be like a strong, independent, sassy marketing director of with budgets in the bazillions mm-hmm. you know go dream big right yeah but in the back of my head I was also like I'd love to be an entrepreneur my dad's a fantastic entrepreneur and I've always showed my dad's always said to me and my mom they're like you are so entrepreneurial like just yeah that's where you're gonna head my girl like don't fight it and then I still remember before my partner immigrated mm-hmm. I had this conversation like maybe I should start my own thing mm-hmm. and they're like yeah you'll be so good and I was like nah not for me <laughs> that's for the that's for those people yeah. that's for those amazing good people who got their ish together yeah me never mm-hmm. so again and back to imposter syndrome and yeah that's where I am now so then like I think even when you say you have your ish together it makes me laugh because I'm like I look at other people and I think they do I and know I'm, and I'm like I have nothing together no well, well that's like I have like my books and the business plan and everything's going but I sit there and I'm like oh my goodness what am I doing I guess I, I don't have that thought pattern anymore but I okay. also realized that there is so much give and take in world in the world rather that no one can ever have anything together so mm-hmm. even the most even if you don't have it together in one way or another you have it together mm-hmm. like we were all exposed in the pandemic housing the carpet can be taken right out from underneath your yeah. feet so so long as you are feeling capable and cope and coping mm-hmm. and no one's shouting at you because you're not doing something then you've got your stuff together just thank you for saying that <laughs> like you've got your things together if that's you know, if you're coping, you're meeting your deadlines, you're coping. Mm-hmm. And you, that you got your ish together. I love that. Like, there's no tick box for it. There's no, like, you've got your stuff together because you did X, Y, and Z. I think, like, when I started working myself all time, that was the picture I had in my yeah. mind. I'd get to this point where I'm, like, literally just, like, this is all together. And there are things are, that are together now. Like, I have processes. It just makes your anxiety lesser when there's processes so much less. It's more about the psychology that yeah. you know, processes create. It's more about that calming, that processes. They're very helpful. They're super important. And yeah. They make things streamlined and automated. But, you know, having your stuff together is not necessarily always about it's not, everything being perfect. It's not the picture I had of what it would be. Yeah. It's more you get it's into... It's a feeling. It is. It's a feeling. Like, it you feel actually. capable and coping and you're calm. That's Very when you've got so. your stuff together. If you're mm-hmm. feeling manic, under control and chaotic... You've definitely lost a screw somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and the wheels are coming off real soon, girl. Better go super quick. So I love your honesty that you started this business because you need money. And I think more people should be honest because I'm sure that is why a lot of businesses yeah. start. But that's the core of us. We live in a capitalist society. We like, need money. I'm going to be honest. Houses. I just didn't want to work for someone else who was going to yell at me anymore. Oh, that was horrible. it. I was like, I just want to earn money and not get yelled at. So I'm going to work for myself. <laughs> you see, these are the true honest things. This was, this was the vision. We could totally be like, I want to start my own business because I want an independence and I wanted to share my message with everyone. Like, yeah, I see that money, but I also love working with people. <laughs> yeah, so no, mine was like, I literally don't want to be shouted at anymore and I want to have control over the clients I choose and yeah. welcome to Sincerely Media. Yeah. And people are like, really? You don't have like a bigger vision? And I'm like, no. I have a huge vision. 
But my, my core fundamentals was, I don't want to be shy of that. My vision now is like, how much time can I spend in the garden and make a livable wage? Right, how many flowers can I grow in a living wage? That's literally it. I'm like, how can I split my time between gardening <laughs> and selling media? Because nails are never done. Have you seen how many flowers I'm growing? I literally go cut flowers. And that I'm like, amazing. All right, okay. Like, that's why we, we work good hours. So yeah. Like, in the garden. Even today, I was like, before I come here, I must clean under my nails. nails. <laughs> Just like, I was weeding the garden with some people oh, last night. Like, so annoyed when there's weeds in my grass. Yeah, we, and don't get in my bed in my beds. We have a huge. We we planted a new like raised bed with vegetables in, and the soil we bought has just been full of seed, like full of weed seeds. And all I do every morning is I pull out about fifty weeds. Oh, dad. And it's still growing green. They have to get big enough for me to be able to grab them. I hate that. And like I'm growing seedlings, so I still sometimes like you know they're like tiny. Yes. I'm like, are you a weed or are you my flower? Oh, I like my mom. Do you know what chaos planting is? Mm, the scattering. I'm yes, exactly. So I persuaded my mom. We have one bed that Australetsias have gotten into. So mm. They're dead. And I asked my mom if I could chaos plant the bed. And she said yes. So I bought like five packets of flower seeds and just threw them oh. into the bed. And things have been growing. And I'm like, are you weeds? Are you I flowers? I don't, can't even remember what flowers I planted. Yeah, there. I was going to say, what do they look like? Of it, like I, I have no idea. I think I planted marigolds. So those are the only flowers I know that okay. got thrown in there. I was looking for indigenous Oh no. Be like Freeing. pollinator flowers. Yeah. Yeah, and water and water wise. I basically want to cosmos. I just want to leave the bed alone and have flowers. That's the goal. Yeah, I know that's kind of fun. But I, anyway, we digress. We, we digress, we digress. Okay. So <laughs> Shame, I don't want to take up too much time. That's okay. I love how like you came back and you were like, Cool. I need money. This is why I'm gonna do this. Well that's not the sole reason for no. what I did, but it was it was a driving factor. Yes, and it's not to sound like I'm being consumerist-based or capitalist. It was mm-hmm. just, I never really envisioned I'd be here today. Uh, the goal was, at the time, to be able to work with people that I loved and mm-hmm. to be able to travel, as in go overseas and live there. Yeah. And I did need money. We all need money. Like yeah. it's, it's very damaging to not mention the fact that money does make the world go around. It, yeah. You know? So I don't want to say the reason why I started my company no. was for money. It was to... Just connect with people that I love and get to work in a space. And I've also pivoted my business yeah. many a times because as I've gone further into business, I've realized what I like doing more. Yeah. And I've been very quick to go, okay, this isn't serving me, offerings out. Mm-hmm. Or this is what I'm dreaming of, serving serving is in, offering is in. Yeah. So, you know, really building a company that serves me emotionally yep. and psychologically and also helping and uplifting others. So, like, when I answer the phone, it's, hi, uh, hello, we're speaking, how can I help you? Yeah. You know, it's always centered around helping and serving. Yep. And really being able to uplift and give people confidence to do what they want. So, I think yeah. the catalyst was money. But, but the, it's grown the, so much since yeah, then. And the reason for it to be here where it is, is that serving nature that I mm-hmm. really, and that nurturing and serving nature I've always tried to keep in. And I think if that's any advice I can give, is root your company in a service offering that's mm-hmm. in your personhood. Yeah. So if you are a nurturer, then do things that are nurturing. If you are a generator, so you like to come up with ideas, yep. rather have someone with you that's more of a nurturer. So mm-hmm. maybe a partnership looks better for you because often a generator, somebody who comes up with ideas, isn't always the most organized or isn't always the best person to communicate with. Yeah. Because they're like, well, I want to do this now. What I've experienced with generators a lot is they're like, great idea. 
struggle with the follow through. Yeah. But when partnered with the nurturer, someone whose follow through is amazing. It's like dream team. Hello. It is literally dream team because yeah. the ideas keep coming mm. and the person they're with is just able to execute those ideas. they're inventors at the end of it. They're yeah. an inventor. They're not an actioner for lack of a better phrase. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's okay not to have good follow through. You just need to know that you have bad follow through and account that, for it. That is... You could have said it better. I was just about to say, we all have got downsides and you need to identify them and then work around them. Yeah. And I think it's damaging to expect yourself to be good at everything. Like, yeah. let that go. Oh, I was, Outsource what you can't do. I was literally chatting to someone the other day and the summary of our conversation was, there is no such thing as a unicorn. No. And there's also no thing as perfection. No. Like, a unicorn is such a damaging term. Yeah, and we also like have all these ideas of like failure is good. Yes, failure is good, but it's also damaging because it takes away from the trauma of the failure. Yes, because we think failure is a success. Uh, it's almost an accolade towards success. Mm-hmm. It's and not. It's not. It kind of sucks. It's like sad. Like oh, I like I tried at this, or I and I, I did this, and it didn't. That hurts. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't always have to be a lesson. No, it's it's kind of like oh, I scraped my knee. I scraped my knee. It's really sore. Yeah, it's like this is gonna be a lesson one day when I'm forty. Yeah, like it's so damaging the way we think about things. And yeah, business is also so impersonal, and I think that's also another thing I want to mention. It's like, mm-hmm. to me, business is also very personal. Yeah, my name is on the door, quite literally. <laughs> So awkward when I'm seeing my business cards. I'm like, you have never seen my name so much. <laughs> I'm not going to say Willow Tucker. I'm like, the Willow Tucker Creative Studio. Hello, Willow Tucker. Willow Tucker, like, Tucker.com. I can't even say my surname anymore. That's how much. I'm like, it's done. I think people know my name. <laughs> Thank you. Please, no more. Yeah, I'm done. I know my name. If I ever get old timers, I'll be groovy. It's on the door. You're great. It's all over your, all <laughs> over your office. You're fine. It's everywhere. Oh my gosh, it drives me mad. And the best thing, I didn't even like pink until like two years ago. And Nicole, yeah. how much pink is around you? There is so much pink around me. I still haven't uh, like acquired the pink taste yet. I'm still waiting for it. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever get there. Now I'm obsessed. I, like, I, I love blue. That was my color. I've, from, I've progressed from like beige to red. So maybe, oh. I'm, maybe I'm on my way to pink. Well, I also did a, my first logo was red, like a reddish. Yeah. And then it was very aggressive and I went pink and I'm like, well, I'll just stay here. I just had a black and white Photoshop file that I whipped together because I needed something. See, you can't always, you, yeah. That's what I guess another thing is like people think, you know, we are here to create these grand things and... Mm-hmm. As a business owner, you can't always action the advice you give to your clients. 100%. Because we are busy building up our clients and not ourselves, which is damaging. So, I mean, like for me, we spend like a day a week in admin for the company Mm -hmm. because we have to do that. I think a lot of people don't look at their businesses first. They try and help other people. Yeah. But at the expense of themselves. Yeah. The really good old phrase is you can't fill up someone else's cup if you aren't overflowing. Yeah. No, I think it is so true. (sighs) Yeah, business is very different. It's very so what different. what I thought too. it was going to be. Yeah, and it's also different because we come from... Our parents have informed us of what work life look like. Life, life looks, looks like. like. I got you. And, okay, I come from a fortunate thing. My dad's an entrepreneur. Yeah. So I was, I've always seen what that looks like and I've mm-hmm. seen... So my life has been a progressional flow of understanding. That's what my dad had mm-hmm. done and that made my entrance into the terrifying world easy enough. Yeah. But still terrifying. Yes. But we still live in this day and age of like golden watch. You retire. You work in a company for years and you retire yeah. there. And like we don't work on Fridays. And people are like, what? 
you know where you can find it? So I'm like, well, they have trialed it. And a four-day working week is great. And I like to garden. Thank you. That is, you maybe I should bring, no. I'm like, you maybe Sincerely Media should start taking Fridays off. But it's, no, no. So instead it comes of, at a point though. Like, and like, I love, like, something I've loved working for myself is I get to make decisions that suit my style of working. I'm not pigeonholed into, you're in an office, you work like this. I can work here half the day and work here for half the day and I can stop my work at this time because after three, I'm barely productive. It's yeah. just my brain switches off. So I'd rather start earlier, mm. finish then, and just have a longer afternoon. You know, the biggest thing is like, funny enough, this week I gave myself a timeout. I said, well, enough, you've been working crazy, you've been working weekends, like that's just mm-hmm. what it's been like. And I'm like, okay, you're grounded, you're not allowed to go to work. This is the first time I've been in the office in like a while now. But we all, and it's also sad that even in a working culture, that it's not allowed. Yeah. Because we are not machines. We no. are human. 100%. And creativity is, everyone thinks, creativity is not switch on at eight and switch off at five. No, it is not. It is a honed and learned skill. Yes. And people don't realize that. But we can't switch it on all the time. Sometimes it goes on like a vacation for like two days and you're sitting there with a deadline. And I think deadlines are also damaging in a creative sphere because... Sometimes things take really quick. Sometimes things take really long. And also, why do we pay people more who take longer? I would love to know that because it's genuinely a frustration for me. I work particularly quick and I get penalized for it. Same. So, I, but you, as you go, I charge for that. Yes. So now I've accounted like my packages are more expensive because I know I'm going to get it done within this period of time and I still deserve to be compensated for the work I'm doing. Even if my time frame looks different to yours, it's still the same amount of work. I'm just getting through at a different pace. And it is like, it's so interesting that like a whole complex of like, well, also if it took you longer, it seems better. Yes. So like if I, so let's just say it took me two hours to do something and you five hours, people will be like, oh, Nicole's will be better. She spent more time on it. I'm like, no, it, that, that, that's not like a, it's, it, yeah, it's like also depending on what you're doing, if you're doing things that you're good at and you've been doing a lot, you become an old hat at it. You do. And like. Even I mean, you know that I know my software, backwards and forwards. Thank you. Like, I'm, I'm working with someone at the moment, and I'm really just showing her how to use the computer and mm. basic stuff like that. And she's amazed when I, like, pull up pages and create a table and type in it quickly. And she's like, that would take me an hour. And I'm like, well, that's kind of... I know the software. Yeah. I use it a lot. So for me, this it's is like, like it takes me two seconds and everything's customized and formulated to the way I work because mm. I've gotten to know myself, know what suits me and adjust my environment to me instead of adjusting myself to the environment. So important. Say that louder for everyone. <laughs> it's literally probably <laughs> been like one of the biggest things I've learned is stop trying to adjust yourself. Mm. And adjust you with yourself every day. Yeah, like adjust you adjust what's around you to suit the way you work. So if you like working with noise, have like a set like noise you can listen to or a set mm. sound you can be involved in. You need sunlight, okay. Where do you have a window? Can you put your desk by the window? Mm. Like And also, you know, work is work is work, but it shouldn't be you know, we always have that saying like you've got to put the work in. Mm-hmm. And it kind of denotes that work is a negative, laborious thing. Yeah. And you know, we do have to work. We live in a capitalist, consumer-based society. We have to work, but make work work for you. That make is... Make work smart, not hard. Like That's my favorite saying. Same. You know, like, do things that fuel you. Yep. 
hundred percent. You know, and if you like to work by, like you can see my office. I work here, and I work here all the time. I don't leave. Yeah. Like I don't particularly like working in coffee shops, because, well. Do you get distracted? No, I just eat too much advertised. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm the opposite. Coffee shops, at home I get nothing done because I'm just looking at everything around me. Oh, what? Well, like things that you can tinker on. Things that I can procrastinate with. Uh, you see, I'm not a procrastinator. So I'm a procrastinator. When I'm at a, like, when I'm at a... You're work... also in, a, I suppose, an environment that you can't... It's not your own environment. No, it isn't. So you so, can't, like, go and, like, tinker here. Yeah. No, I can't. So for me, when I'm in a coffee shop, I'm like, great, this is a controlled environment. I have headphones on. No one's going to talk to me. The coffee shop I work at has, like, work tables. So if you're sitting there, people tend to leave you alone. Nice. So I'm like, cool. I know I'm going to go here and be productive for, like, five yeah. hours. And then when I go home, I can just toodle around yeah. on my computer and but do you the know, small things. For that, it's also important because then, in a way, you have that separation of office yes. and home. So, like, my, I have an office. Yes. And the door closes at a certain time. Well, it's always open, actually, because my dog just likes to sleep in here sometimes. Well, <laughs> I, can, I get that. Sleeping here is really pretty. <laughs> and, yeah, so you've got to really make your environment work for you. Yeah, so, like, I worked on my bed for years. For, like, two bad, years. Like, well, a bad back and B, there's, there's, there was never a separation between my private yeah. life, like, that and work. Your bed is literally to foster good sleep and to have good sleep hygiene. Your bed is only used for two things and sleeping and something else. And that should be all it is. Yeah. There should be no, if you're not tired and you're lying in bed, you know, humans are innately pretty small-minded. <laughs> we learn by association. Yeah. So if we associate that our bed is also work, our brains will lie there and you go into bed and you're like, oh, am I sleeping or working? Like, it doesn't, it's not as obvious, but it's yeah. a psychological um, process that your brain's going through. It really is, because, like, I can attest that. I would lie in bed and I'd wake up in the middle of the night and be, oh, my goodness, this project is due tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then my instinct would be to wake up immediately because I'm, so, I'm used to waking up, rolling over and picking up my computer. Mm-hmm. I'd literally almost instinctively reach out for the computer, want to pick it up and just work on the project. So that's why I like creating healthy boundaries, not just... Because also another thing that's very important to know is... Boundaries not only feed you, but they feel the industry. Yes. So if you create, if you give insane turnaround times and stuff like that, or if you undercharge, then the industry or the people around you look pretty crappy. Would you like to say that louder? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, there really should be a minimum standard. There is, there are mm-hmm. all the boards and associations, but you need to work in a way that's ethical yes. to your own self or to the... Your, you need to work as though your best friend is the business owner next to you, who's yeah. your competitor. 100%. Because if you're not doing that, you're not working in an ethical manner. You're just trying to undercut that. You're trying to undercut. And how can you possibly call yourself someone who wants to help other people when yeah. you're actually just trying to get the lion's share of the pound? And I get 100%. it. The pound tastes great. Yeah. Like, but there's more than enough to share and be transparent and be ethical and yeah. be community-based. And, like, something else I think is, like, when you offer something, you should be able to deliver well on what you're offering because it often, like, digital marketing, especially through smaller businesses, can get a bad rep because people are just, like, here's the price and here's it and their delivery is terrible. And then the assumption is this doesn't work. Yeah, I've always... I worked um, overseas once for a very short state period um, in Mauritius and the, um, the guy I was working with said, like, under promise, over deliver. Always. But doesn't mean you have to like under promise, like over deliver by 
thousand percent. It can no. just be a five percent. And that can even just mm-hmm. be an email two months down the line to be like, hey, how are you like after the project's done, like, hey, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. Been thinking of you. Do you have any questions? Is you know, is everything has your flow through been good? Yeah. You know, like that's also you know, like we always think of everything being commodity based when mm-hmm. more often than not it's community based in fostering communications and connections with people. Like I like working with people, not with just like software. I don't want to talk to AI. Mm. Say sorry for that. Oh no. Hey sorry. No, don't. <laughs> careful, careful. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of I, know, okay. yeah. I, I was checking, I was like, is she gonna pop up here? No, yeah. But that's what that's for. When I am shopping, when I'm looking for things, I'm like, cool, how can I support people? How mm. can I build into the environment around me to make it better? Because if I'm doing this and maybe five other people are doing what I'm doing, we're going somewhere. It's interesting because it's almost like a, a backward movement in the sense of it's how we lived originally. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at the architecture and the um, the road layouts in your old cities like yeah. London, you know, in your block there will be your butcher, your baker, your bread baker and a bread maker, the same thing. You know, I was going for your candlestick maker. Yeah, <laughs> you, you were know, going along yeah. there. And God make it. You know, like, you know, it's creating microcosms of... Yeah. And in those microcosms, everyone supports that. It's that building community app to be... To have a really strong base. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we we often prioritize fast turnaround times, cheaper pricing. You know, yeah. everyone undercuts everyone. And yes, we do live in a world where pricing... Everyone prices themselves differently. And I mean... To some people, I undercut. And I really try not to, but... At the same time, like, you need to make money and you need to be charging what's reasonable. So, yeah. if to me this it's price is reasonable, yeah. I'm not intentionally undercutting you. This is just what I would charge to do that. Yeah. But it is it, it, it is a hard thing. Pricing is. and undercutting and market-related because people are very precious around pricing and how much they charge. Yeah. And, you know, it is such a... A damaging thing because, you know, like, when you go to Woolworths, their pricing's right there and you know what you're getting. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. no. I'm friends with people of Woolworths there. I don't know that often. It's right on the road from me. I and it's cheaper. And it actually, like, it, it is. is. If you shop smart at Woolies, like, it's really well priced. And, like, we only eat veg because we're all vegan here. So, like, I'm not going to go buy lower-grade vegetables. And, like, all I eat. Woolies vegetable deals are actually Insane. 70 rand. Like, 70 rand for, like, I think it's 80 rand. Like, 80 rand for, like, 5 kilograms even, of veg. Even spot, to be honest, sometimes doesn't top. See, the spa is the place closest to our house. Mm. That's where we do most of our shopping. But all this, the yeah, Boardwalk we'll, Mall, we have yeah. a Woolies. I know, Boardwalk is literally a kilometer from me and Builders Warehouse. Yeah, so you're 11 kilometers from me. <laughs> so Woolworths is 9 kilometers from my house. Yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> worth, the, worth the drive on maybe a Sunday for like an outing, but not Yeah, no, no, no. Now no. that it's like 2Ks down the road, I'm like, <sighs> Thank oh, you. I've never understood why there's not a always there. But anyway, we don't digress, we digress again. From... So I think like we can start. I know there's a plane going overhead in my mind. I was like, we can start landing this. Ah. That's what I was thinking in the plane. I was like, no, I can't say that now. That's good though. That was just uh, intuition. And... I'm taking a quick break from our podcast today to talk about the shocking lack of authentic South African stock photos on the internet today. Searching site after site looking for the perfect photo takes time. That's why I've created SouthAfricanStockPhotos.com with a library of over 2,000 authentic South African stock photos. It's here to fill that gap. 
If you sign up today, you can use the coupon code if only I'd known. That's if only I'd known and receive 20% off your first month. After that, it's only 250 Rand a month for unlimited access and unlimited downloads. Don't miss out. Go to www.southafricanstockphotos.com and use the coupon code if only I'd known and get 20% off today. Thousands of authentically South African photos at your fingertips. That's www.southafricanstockphotos.com. Use the coupon code if only I'd known. But I think like this has been so encouraging. Like if I was sitting here three years ago, I feel like this would have encouraged me because this isn't what was being spoken about in the business sphere. Yeah, and I think another thing, if if I were to think back three years ago, which is literally when I started, my mm-hmm. company is three years and one week. <laughs> so I'm like one week three Congratulations. years ago. I think the biggest thing is just like take life mm-hmm. and take life take it for its opportunities take life by its traumas acknowledge and accept everything you go through process it mm-hmm. and your company is an extension of yourself mm-hmm. so by that always ensure your cup is full you know okay. there's there's we can talk about that you should do your books we should talk about that you should have a you know procedures and processes but mm-hmm. it's all fine and well if you don't have a solid self-rooted meaning yeah. you know like think about why your business is there yeah you know like it's it it's not what you often hear people talking about because i'm talking about the soft things mm-hmm. i'm not talking about the you know the big ticket items you know like yes yeah dream for your million rand salary dream for these things but that if doesn't actually help anybody like it's really nice to dream it depends about those on your personhood though for some okay. people that is like that is it that is it that's what they want but if they are like that then so yeah, what i was meaning by that is i think we hear lots of that and there's very little like hey are you are you like securing what you're doing are mm. you rooted do you know who you are as a person are you that's really important do have you, know you who you are as a person have you have you built your business around that mm. so and you know if you're not if you're not creating an environment like we were speaking about now, if you're not creating an environment that supports you and you're not creating, because also if you think about it, your job, your business. Hey, boys. My dog just came in. If you're, your business, you're not going to have for like three years. It's a long game. Yeah. So. This is, this is a lifetime commitment. Yeah, literally. This is not, <laughs> this but, isn't working for someone for a few yeah. years till you get a different position so somewhere else. So you need to create something that you're just going to love. Yeah. And it's not great. It's not easy every day. There are some clients that really kill you. Yes. And there are some projects that, in the beginning, we all take on projects we don't like. We really do. But it gets you somewhere. It does. And it's not to say that you should take on projects, but in the beginning, I also didn't really know where I wanted to stand in the market. Mm-hmm. And I just allowed myself to not be hard on yeah. myself. And I kind of allowed myself to put my finger in that and I was like no I don't like that anymore after yeah. like two years I was like I don't like that mm-hmm. and gone mm-hmm. some people think I do certain things I'm like no I don't do that don't do that sorry no and they're like oh I'm so sad I'm like I'm so sorry but it just wasn't fueling me yeah 100% and out because this is like in my mind building your own business is building something sustainable <laughs> yes. you want a business that can adapt ebb and flow with you mm. and something you can sustain throughout your whole life very you'll say it again louder <laughs> so it's yeah it's not just this 
it's not just this box that you're ticking. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a fluid line. And it's like, cool, this is what my life looks like. How can, how can my business integrate within this? And another thing is also super important. Like what you just said was so beautiful. And another thing I want to like add into that is our emotions also even play. Yes, they do. And you know, like you can have something really traumatic happen in your life or you could be triggered by something or as a female, you have different hormonal phases throughout your cycle. Yes. You could be a horrible person one day of the month. Hey, And the rest of them, you're great. So you've yep. also got to build that into your way you work. Mm-hmm. And you know, we need to create more of a human-based life. We live a very CV-based life. We do. We live our accolades, our awards, we need to live an obituary based life. So yep. once we're gone, what are people going to say about us? Mm-hmm. You know, we need, you want people, think about what you want someone to say about you when you're gone. Yeah. You know, and you don't want like, oh, she was kind. No one's like, she was so nice because she did this way. They were like, oh, she was a really nice person. She was so calm. She was this. And like action those words every day. What impact are you having in the community you're in? Mm. And the community can also be self-centered, self-rooted, I mean. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, and also you are the five people around you. I think it's like that's the same. I think that's the same. Yeah, or the five people around you influence you the most. So in terms yeah. of your community is something that really supports you mm-hmm. and aids you and pushes you up. Hence why my community is my golden retriever because it's just adorable. <laughs> I mean, I understand. I have a cat. <laughs> oh, I really want a cat. You, you got on a wrong topic there with me. Cool. We will not digress to pets right now. Otherwise, this podcast will never end. <laughs> yeah, I really want a cat, guys. But I'm like, I'm really keen to land this. I feel so encouraged just like as someone having this conversation because it's so refreshing to talk to people who are just like, hey, have you checked the basics lately? Have you checked if this is fueling you? Mm. Have you have you like just like looked at yourself and looked at your business and made sure everything is still fitting and gelling? That mm. everything's still, oh, there's a word that it is, but it's not coming. I'm just going to use harmony because it's the only <laughs> word I can think of right now. Maybe? Is there like, is there a level of harmony between you and your business? Me personally? Well, no, just like that's a good question oh, to yeah. ask yourself. That's- yes, I think it's such a beautiful question to ask too. And I think it's something you need to, almost every year you need to check in with yourself and your business. Yeah. Because every year you grow and change. And every year your business should also grow and change. Stagnant, being stagnant no. is where the mosquitoes go. And no one likes a mosquito. No, no. one likes that buzz. Nope. <laughs> so just make sure that you're always <laughs> living in a world that, and it's not easy. It's no. so easy to say. And also... I've got into a position of my life where I feel very centered. I'm yeah. very fortunate in that way. I feel very centered. Like, I mean, as I mentioned, I didn't see my partner for three years yeah. because of immigration. And now we, he's back in South Africa and we're together. Because then I feel very centered. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you're feeling out of kilt, like when we were apart because of the border restrictions, yeah. it would have been so easy to also be self-deprivating and self-sacrificing. And yeah. Well, with me, and you best believe I had a few of those days because yeah. I'm a human. You're a human. You've got to go through that. But you also need to create environments. And we are almost repeating ourselves, which I think is, it's not repeating, it's repetition and emphasis. Yeah. Create environments that sustain you. We're repeating it because it's important. Mm. It's like, we keep, we keep going back there because mm. it's just so important. we're trying to drive this home because yeah. I wish I'd gotten that. Mm. And you know, Almost to the, it's almost to the expense of don't try to chase that client because of the bill, hourly bill and rate you can get it. Chase the clients that are going to fulfill you and create the relationships with them yep. that are sustainable. Like, as I've grown more in business, mm-hmm. I'm very quick to go, I can't work with you. Like, 
we're not a good match mm-hmm. or it's just this is not a project that I do work with, you know. Because I'm firstly not going to enjoy it and secondly, I'm not going to give my yep. best to that person. And there's also a level of honesty that you mm-hmm. need to be with potential clients. of like, we're actually not a good match. It's maybe it's you, maybe it's me, maybe mm-hmm. it's the right project. But if you can really feel that you're not a good match, don't work together. You're not going to give them the work they need. And also, and it's a negative impact in your name. Don't be scared to like share. The, I just like share the love sounds an awful way of saying it. But like, I had a few businesses I worked for for a while and it just wasn't viable for me anymore. I have a friend, same industry, very similar thing. I was like, she would be a perfect fit for this. And it's so important that because it's also, we are human and we're all different. Just because we do the same thing doesn't Does not mean, mean we do the same thing. So no. she now fulfills the role in a totally different way I used to. And it's like so working for her in this season. And I look at that and I'm so happy because I did love what they were doing as a company. It just wasn't fitting with me anymore it wasn't fitting with where I was I going I really want to just pick up on that word you used there season I, I'm so glad someone mentioned that because <laughs> life is such an ebb and flow and we go through so many seasons mm-hmm. and I'm so glad you used that word because every season something changes yeah and I think it's so important to not be hard on yourself mm-hmm. and to just also allow yourself to be human and to make a mistake but also when you make a mistake don't always think that it's yay I made a mistake and I'm going to learn from it. Also, yeah. sometimes life is tragic. Bad things happen to good people. And there sometimes isn't a reason why. Yeah. And, you know, life, if you look at it from the Buddhist philosophy, Buddhism is to end or at least try alleviate suffering. The human condition is suffering. And that sounds very sad, but it, suffering is like your coffee was too hot and you burnt your mouth. That's suffering. But we also catastrophize the word. Mm-hmm. But anyway, before I go into a long tangent around that, I just want to talk about allowing yourself to feel everything. Yeah. You, we are not different, as in from the business willow to the personal willow, there and the relationship willow, the dog mm-hmm. willow. It's all one person. Yeah. So live in in synchronicity of that. Your personhood should be centered, and you go through ebb and flow. There's so many different seasons, mm-hmm. and you know there is a different version of me. Then what is the business owner? Yeah. I'm actually very introverted. Like, I live in my house. Some people are like, are like, oh, you're outside the house. I'm like, yes, 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 this is fun. Please don't talk to me. No, no, mind that. But uh, like, I, I do. I'm, I'm getting like, my avocados. I'm actually about that. And then I'm going, bye. <laughs> if, um, people assume I'm very chatty because when I go places, I'm networking with people. Whenever I go places, just as me, I'm like, I have a book. Please don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm reading. Yeah, this is your sign to not, not talk to, to me. Yeah. I, I just didn't want to be in my bedroom. This is this is yeah. the sign. I'm an extension of my bedroom now. <laughs> yeah, you know, it is. Like, we all have our... Yeah, we all have our things, I guess. And, mm-hmm. yeah, we almost, like, I sometimes say, you know, like, dogs have got harnesses that, like, like do not touch? Yeah. <laughs> do not socialize. I, I, I want a harness that says do not, do not hug. I want a shirt that says please do not hug Oh, me. hectic. Oh, and everyone hugs. I think like they after do. COVID, you're like hugging. I've literally just started going to people and being like, can I have a fist bump? And they're like, why? What? And I'm like, because like hugging is really not my thing. And now it's okay to say that because COVID. True. <laughs> oh, this has been really encouraging. I'm going to land this because otherwise we're never going to end. Yeah, this, this is just going to go on forever. But thank you so much for coming in and just... I don't know, sharing your experience and the wisdom and the knowledge you've accumulated over the years of your journey as you. the Willow Taco Creator Studio. No, I really should maybe think about a name change one day in the future. You know Probably what? No, I definitely won't. Too much admin. Rebranding <laughs> and reprinting is a lot of work. If you have something decent, stick with it. Yeah, I know. And it's very unique. <laughs> <laughs>
Yo, there's no copyright on that one. Uh, someone emailed me once. They're like, you should copyright your name. I'm like, it's my name. It's on birth certificate. Gravy. I'm gravy. I am fine. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, if you're willow ticker, you're lying. <laughs> and my name is so unique. There's probably only one or two other willow tickers out there in the world of millions yes. of people. I haven't found another Nicole Honeywell. I think I'm okay. Yeah, your name is so beautiful. My gosh. Oh, thank you. You should have my middle name's Rose. I've got stop. like I've got like the full name. Oh, Nicole Rose Honeywell. Stop. Oh man, that is just glorious. I, I feel like you should have a cottage in England somewhere. I want a cottage in England somewhere <laughs> with a little flower garden See? and veggie garden. Yeah. <laughs> action. Man- well, it's manifest. Action. Deliver. This has been so good. I'm so glad I was helpful. Thank you. Well, that sounds funny, but yeah, I'm so glad. But like, you've learned a lot, and just the fact that you were so open to like share it with everyone. I know you literally asked me yesterday. I was like, oh, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was so surprised when you were like, do you want to do tomorrow? And I was like, I'm, okay, yeah, sure, no problem. I'm very action based, so I like to get things done methodically and meticulously, and as soon as possible with as few areas as possible. That's like the very very pedantic business mm, side of me. We love this. See, do you hear my dog? He's like, mm, but mom, you sometimes. <laughs> yes, I know my boy. I'm sorry. This is the real life of the studio. You know what? This is real life. I mean, if you listen to any of the previous episodes, you will notice there's cutting and chopping because I'm cutting out planes flying over one after the other. Ah, okay. No, we just have dogs crying and things Airport crying. Airport screaming cat. Okay, no screaming cats here. So much noise. Thank you so much. Pleasure. This has been amazing. Thank you so much for your time and for coming out 11 kilometers to come <laughs> to my office. So where can people find you online? Um, you can find me, just type my name in all the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Online, on Instagram and on Facebook, my name, Willow Tucker, and also on website, my website, uh, which is willowtucker.com. And yeah, email lists, all those beautiful things. Yeah. I respond to all my DMs, I manage them, so if you ever want to just chat, ask me questions, I'm always there. i got a lot of people asking me questions. <laughs> yeah, so just say hi. Fantastic. So you can find Willow online. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. <laughs> I hope you're encouraged, I hope you've learned something, and I hope you'll come back for the next episode or conversation or whatever the heck you feel like listening to. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nicole. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye.